Hey there, welcome back for another episode in the Blissful Biz Podcast. I'm your host, Susanna Riker, and today I'm talking about challenges. I really love free challenges, and they work incredibly well for list building and also for launching when you want to sell something. There's just something about the engagement and the community. People love it, and I find it very gratifying. If you would love to host your first challenge, but you don't really know how to set it up, this episode is for you, my friend. I actually just did a free challenge to promote my course, The Blissful Biz Accelerator, and today I'm going to talk you through every step from planning your challenge to ending with a pitch for your paid product. That's right, I'm giving you a step-by-step -step plan that you can use to create your own challenge. So stay tuned. Hey there, welcome to the Blissful Biz Podcast. I'm your host, Susanne Riker, here to help yoga and wellness entrepreneurs build a thriving online business. If you're ready to make a bigger impact and earn money online, you are in the right place. Each week you learn about websites, digital products, social media strategies, and what's working now to build your online business. And now let's get started. Now, if you're not totally familiar with the idea of a challenge, it's basically that you do five days or longer of challenging your audience to do something every single day. You guide them with videos or emails and maybe a Facebook group through different tasks and inspire them and motivate them to do something to get a result. The whole thing for them to get into the challenge is that they first give you their name and email. They need to sign up for it. So it's not like an Instagram challenge where people only need to follow you. That's why I've seen challenges as a list building effort be incredibly successful. You want them to sign up. I actually heard from a few yoga teachers that they wish they would have an email list to be able to get in touch with their students right now. For example, to let them know about online classes or products or just to stay in touch and offer support. And social media only works so well. Fact is that maybe 5 to 10% of your followers see your post. If you have a lot of followers, even less. So social media is not enough. Having an email list of your students is incredibly powerful. And social media only works so well. Fact is that maybe 5 to 10% of your followers see your post. If you have a lot of followers, even less. So social media is not enough. Having an email list of your students is incredibly powerful. You have control of your list. You and your subscribers, of course, they decide to open your emails or if they want to unfollow you. But there's no middleman involved. So you want your students to subscribe to your email list and a free challenge can help you with that. Okay, so how do you get started? Step number one is deciding on what you want to teach and choosing a name for your challenge. You can't just fly by the seat of your pants and decide day by day what you're going to share with your participants. You have to really be intentional with planning your content in advance. I recommend five days for the length of your challenge. When you do a longer period, it's difficult to keep people engaged. Even with just five days, I notice that the opening rates for the emails are a little bit lower each day. 
And because I want to sell something at the end of the challenge, this is not bueno. Also, we are all busy, so expecting your participants to invest 30 minutes or more each day in your challenge is asking for a lot. Five days is what I recommend. And it's not just five days of content, it's five days of content specifically mapped out to move people to be ready to buy when the challenge ends and then taking a specific set of follow-ups. So what are you going to teach in the challenge? You have to think about what separates your potential clients from where they are now to where they want to be. It's something you have to create the need for during your challenge. The easiest way I can explain this is to give you an example. My challenge was five days to plan your first online course. Yep, I wasn't terribly creative with the name, but it worked. So in five days, you can't create an online course. This isn't possible, but you can come up with an idea and plan. And that's what I'm teaching in the challenge. And after the challenge, when people want to learn more, they could join me in my program where I teach them step-by-step step how to actually create their online course and sell it successfully. Coming up with an idea is the first step. And seeing all the other ideas and discussions about commissions and names, this is incredible inspiring. Participating in the challenge gives people the feeling that this is actually possible, that they are able to make this happen, which is a huge mindset shift. And it's what needs to happen before they would actually buy my program. Here's how I structured my challenge. Day one was how to define your mission, your why, why you do what you do. Day two was to come up with an idea for your online course and something that would light you up. Day three was about validating your course idea to make sure it's something that sells. Day four was about coming up with a name and price, so very practical, making it real. And day five was about deciding on your launch date. Here I shared a step-by-step -step roadmap how to create your online course. My niche and market, of course, might be very different than yours. So here's another example that's more related to the wellness industry. Let's imagine you are teaching people how to drink green smoothies. The average person isn't saying, I want to drink green smoothies, right? Even the potential customer, even somebody who is ready to buy, isn't really saying they want to drink more green smoothies. They want to drink more green smoothies because they want to lose weight. They want to feel healthy. They want to feel good about themselves. Your task is getting clear on where your people have a problem that they perceive, where's the solution you have, and how can you build five days of content that moves them from their problem to your solution. You want to solve a problem. Here it could be that people find it hard to stay motivated to eat healthy at home. I mean, I can relate to that problem. I know I'm not the only one baking treats like I am Martha Stewart all weekend right now. So your solution could be that by drinking just one green smoothie a day, they would be able to reset their system and stop cravings. It's not about giving them five days with smoothie recipes or yoga videos or anything like this. It's about taking them on a journey.
The easiest way to do that is to make sure your challenge is based on a measurable outcome. Once you figure out their problem and how you can bridge that gap, then you need to create a challenge that very specifically solves that problem. Your next step is promoting your challenge and getting people to sign up. This is step number two. You need a sign-up page and a form that's connected to your email marketing provider, for example, a MailChimp or ConvertKit. This is what I'm using. Then you need to tag your participants so you can email them a confirmation email that they are signed up to the challenge and later your daily emails with the tasks. Next, you invite your existing subscribers and social media followers. Send them an email and post about your challenge on Facebook, Instagram, put the link to your sign-up page in your Instagram bio and all that. Here you want to be emotional and remind people of the possible results. Don't focus so much on the features or what's included in your challenge. I mean, you want to mention that as well, of course, but focus on the benefits. That's the first step of promoting your challenge. You could also collaborate with other yoga teachers or entrepreneurs in a similar field and ask them to share your challenge with their followers. Or you could write a blog post that's related to what you are going to teach in your challenge and ask them to share it. Sometimes people will feel more inclined to share a blog post with their followers than a sign-up form. You can also collaborate on the challenge with someone else, of course, so you can get yours and their followers to subscribe and then share the sign-ups and sell your products as a bundle. This could work really beautifully for a lot of topics, for example, yoga and meditation or yoga and nutrition. I haven't done that, but I've run Facebook ads and I was really happy with my results this time around. I spent 359 euro and 248 people signed up through Facebook ads. That's a cost per result of 1 euro and 45 cent, which is really low. So um, my ads converted really well and I wish I would have invested more. Well, okay, next time. I targeted cold traffic in my ads, but if you don't really know how to target the right people on Facebook, I recommend that if you have an existing audience, you run ads to the people who are on your list already, people who like your page and people who have visited your website. Those are called retargeting ads and they work really, really well. And normally um, the costs per result are much, much lower. So how long before you start your challenge should you be promoting it? I recommend starting seven days earlier and not before. If you leave too much time between your invitation and the start of the challenge, people will forget about it and they won't be as excited to get started. So seven days to fill up your challenge and then five days to run it. Okay, now you know what your challenge is and how to fill it up. But how are you going to execute it? What happens in the challenge? Here's how I do it. I send my participants an email every day. I include the tasks they need to do in that email. And I also have one workbook for the whole challenge that they can download and print out. 
You could also send them a link to a video they need to watch, but for the content I teach, the written format works quite well. It's much easier for me to produce, and it's also easier to digest for my participants. They don't have to click and go somewhere else after they've opened the email. They see what they need to do right away. My emails are to the point and contain a clear task what they need to do. It doesn't take more than five minutes to read. Next, I send people to a Facebook group that I set up specifically for the challenge. Here I also post the task for each day, files I edit, and I also share related content like podcast episodes or blog posts. Next, I went live in that Facebook group every day in the evening. In my live streams, I talked in more detail about the task for the day and answered questions. My lives were around 20 to 30 minutes long this time, but they could also be shorter. Just 10 to 15 minutes is actually better. You don't want your challenge to be overwhelming so that they feel like it's too much. As I said before, people are busy. You want to make sure the whole process is no more than 45 to 60 minutes a day. Here's how that can look like. Let's say it takes them five minutes to read the email and about 15 to 20 minutes to watch the live stream and 15 to 30 minutes to do your task. That's between 35 and 55 minutes. This is really important. You don't want to overwhelm your participants. Good laser-focused content that specifically moves them from their problem to your solution is dramatically more important than throwing incredible content at them that overwhelms them over the course of five days. Really, less is more here. Okay, let's sum it up. Here's what you produce for your challenge. One email per day with the task, one Facebook post in your group with the task of the day, and one Facebook live where you talk about the task and answer questions. And then you can add things like a workbook and create more posts in your Facebook group. And that's it. When you put that all together, you have five days of strategic content that solves a problem in a way that makes your participants feel like they can get their own results and then introduces them to an opportunity to work with you further, which they have just gotten five days to experience what that's like. Which brings us to step number four, which is all about selling. On day five, your participants should be saying, yay, I'm really happy with my results and what I've got out of this challenge. Now what? Because you've given them small wins every single day with short, actionable items. At the end, they should be asking, now what? What should they do next? This is where I invited my participants into my paid product, the Blissful Biz Accelerator, which is the next logical step for them to actually finish creating their online course. They don't have to buy, of course. They can also decide to do it by themselves. And now they have a great foundation, having finished the challenge. But all the details, like how to build your audience and how actually sell it, they can only learn in my paid program. That's what you want to do. You want to help your participants get first results, but for a deeper effect or more, you want them to buy your paid product. In the challenge, you show them what's possible. You inspire, you show the opportunity. Now, the move to the sales part, 
that can be challenging. Here's how I did it. On day five, I actually sent out two emails. My first email is the task for the day. And I also tease at the end that I'm going to send them a special invitation later. Then I send out my second email with information about my paid program later, actually just before I was going live in the Facebook group. And I also asked them to join me live right now. Then in my live session, I introduced my paid product and answered questions. This is where you pitch your product, but because you talk about it to people who've been with you for five days now and you answer their questions and help them, it doesn't really feel like selling. It, it feels like offering a solution, which is what it's all about. After that, I follow up with more emails and a webinar, but you don't have to do that. The webinar is totally optional. What's a good idea is to create a page where you save all the content you shared, the videos and the emails as PDF documents, so people have everything in one place. You're basically saying, look at all the stuff I gave you for free, which can be an additional selling point. Now, what should you write in your emails? Your sales email should be designed to do some really core things. You want to overcome core objections your potential customers might have. For example, by sharing results that your past students have gotten or case studies. If you don't have a case study yet, then tell a story of how, how you came into the space or how you started teaching it. Most of us have a personal story or connection or reason we do something. That can be just as powerful as a testimonial when you're first getting started. Okay, and that was how I did my challenge. I don't have my final results yet because I'm recording this episode while I'm right in the launch, but I'm pretty positive. And I had so much fun doing this challenge. I really love the whole experience, the connection, the sharing, the supporting, the inspiring ideas. And I'd love you to give it a try too and run your first challenge. You can do it just for list building or you sell a product at the end. And it doesn't have to be an online course. It could also be private yoga classes or a coaching package with a special discount. There are so many possibilities. And that's how you run a challenge. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I truly hope you do your own five-day challenge. Thanks so much for listening and I talk to you next week. Oh, I can already tell you, next week I have a very special guest on the show. I'm talking to Amanda McKinney from Marketing Yoga with Confidence, and I'm so excited for you to meet her. Amanda's sharing so much wisdom and tips, you definitely don't want to miss it, so tune in again. Until then, have an amazing week, and bye for now. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Blissful Biz Podcast. If you like the show, please leave a review on iTunes. This would mean the world to me. And of course, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast to never miss a new episode. To learn more about how to work with me one-on-one, -on -one, my courses and membership, or to get instant access to freebies, workshops, and more, go to susannereicher.com right now. Thanks for tuning in and see you next time. Hey. 
Hey there, interrupting for a short announcement. I'm hosting a virtual bootcamp to help you kickstart your online business from May 6th to May 10th, and I would love to see you there. It's the Make Your First or Next $5,000 online bootcamp, and you can save your spot for this free virtual event when you go to my website, susannereicher.com forward slash bootcamp. That's S-U-S-A-N-N-E-R-I-E-K-E-R.com forward slash bootcamp. I'm going to go live every day from Monday to Friday with a live training on how to elevate your vision, choose your profitable niche, amplify your content, nail down your signature offer to make your first or next $5,000. I can't believe how freaking fun, valuable, and powerful this virtual event is going to be. You'll get five live stream trainings, all of the recordings in case you can't make it live or need to leave early, access to my new community, the Midlife Biz Hive, including tons of additional trainings for you to dive in, the chance to ask any questions in our calls or in the community. It'll be amazing. This event is a real game changer, whether you're just starting out or you've been at it for a while, but feeling a bit stuck around the maybe $2,000 to $3,000 monthly mark. If you're eager for more and ready to figure out the online business puzzle, this is the perfect place to kickstart your journey to bigger and better results.